Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the party, pal. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Was It That Bad Movie podcast where we talk all things in the world of movies. As always, I'm your host Mikey and with me, my co-host Leon Lewis. How are we, gents? Very well, thank you. Yeah, very good. well. Good. Uh, we'll dive straight in then. I don't need the one trailer this week and that is City of Lies. Uh, stars Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker and it's basically 20 years after the death of Biggie Smalls. A reporter and, and the detective work that worked on the case at the time uh, go back and look at the unsolved murder, and then I guess a whole web of conspiracies and cover-ups and all that malarkey. A city of lies, some say. Yeah, some would say. <laughs> now this uh, it did confuse me because this came was like I think two years ago it was meant to the come documentary, out. Documentary, wasn't it? There was a documentary about this as well, wasn't there? Oh yeah, the doc. Yeah, the doc. Unsolved is the documentary, but this film, obviously, that you know, Johnny Depp and Forrest Whitaker as established actors. But two years ago, it, it was meant to come out, and it was um, like shown at a festival, and then for some reason, it it got pulled. And obviously, two years later now, or almost three years, it's actually being released. I think next week. So. It looked yeah. interesting, anyway. Is that a red flag, though? Who knows? Like, you know? Yeah, I know. It's a, it's, a, it's a strange one, isn't it? Oh, again, it's like, for me, you know, Biggie was a massive name in the industry. Mm. So I said, it's got got the appeal. You've got Johnny Depp in it. You've got a great headline. Yeah. Headline actor. Whit- Whitaker's Forrest a great Whitaker, actor. Whitaker, fantastic well. actor. Mm. So yeah. I'm, I'm in. Like, I want to see it. I think a new yeah. documentary's dropped on Biggie on Netflix in the last few weeks as well. Or it's trending. But it could be tied to this, maybe. I'm not sure. Mm. Maybe because I know there was Unsolved, which was yeah the Biggie Biggie Smalls uh, documentary, but that's years old. That is so. Whether that's yeah, well, I was on Netflix. I swear, there's one uh, trending which is popping up a bit at the moment. Yeah. Oh, there we are. So, 
Yeah, so very current then. So, well, not really current. It's 20 years old, the murder happened, didn't it? But yeah, I like the look of this. I do like a detective uh, story and whatnot. And I guess it's, well, true events, but we'll use that word lightly because I don't think it's actually uh, following the actual detective. Uh, I'm sure they're probably going to upset one of the parties involved or their family. (laughs) Yeah, most likely, yeah. How about you, Leo? What do you think about this? Yeah, it, it looks good. I like well, the draw for me is Johnny Depp and mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker. I don't really know too much about Biggie or and you I. Tell, you're telling me you're not a diehard hip hop fan? Uh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think from the trailer it was like the they were saying it was potentially it was a retaliation to Tupac. Yeah, again, yeah. don't really know much about that situation well, either. Yeah. So, well, it was yeah. all that war in West Coast versus East Coast and all that stuff. So yeah. people did assume that, but yeah, it's always been one of those I mean, said, unsolved. Like no one really knows. You got people saying on both sides what's happened, but no one can prove anything. Yeah, so it's it's, all this, it's, it's really it's really intriguing though. Mm. You, you got it's a lot of conspiracies that like it was the studios that committed the murders, and you know. Like yeah. so, the opposition studio. So Suge Knight took out. I was about to say Suge Knight was linked to this yeah. as well, wasn't he? And P Diddy took out um, Biggie and all that. But yeah, I don't know. We're uh, who's to say? Or oh, it's the other way. No. P yeah, P Diddy was Biggie's producer, wasn't it? So well, they could take out the competition, basically. Yeah, yeah, because it was a big rivalry and obviously money uh, and then there's the other theory that they took out their own guys because a dead rapper would have the sales would have oh, gone God. through the roof and you know well you know it's all conspiracy theories but yeah his side is the best <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, yeah it looks all right yeah yeah we'll it, it it watch, sure. I, I i think it's it's more likely to uh once it hits the streaming service it well i mean we're still in a pandemic aren't we so uh yeah, you're not exactly going to go up to the cinemas, but yeah, I'll check it out if we, if it ends up on Netflix or what have you. For sure. Hmm. Uh, well, that's actually it for the trailers. So on to the news, and to start, it looks like Space Jam Two is shaking things up a bit. And firstly, uh, Lola Bunny is getting a makeover in a bid to make her less sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, whatever. Really, I don't. I don't. Well, for me, it. it's it's a bunny it's a cartoon. cartoon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Doesn't doesn't do it for me, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's all this. She was a fox, man. <laughs> no, she was a rabbit. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I know. They gave her like that sexy, you know the. Uh, swagger, shall we say, the sexy swagger. Uh, well, about, like Bugs Jessica Daniels Rabbit and stuff as well, and it like just sexualize these cartoon characters. Yeah, well, at least I, Jessica okay, Rabbit I, was a woman, even though she was a cartoon. This is a rabbit, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for the dads <laughs> who take their kids to watch Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. This is there's been a bit of backlash, but apparently they're, they're doing it to the show. You can still be a strong woman without being sexy or something i don't know i think they just given her like a baggy baggy vest and long shorts i guess <laughs> i don't know it's very strange yeah uh, fair enough. yeah but the, the second one which 
I guess is more relevant is they've they've um, cancelled Pepe Le Pew from uh, all future Looney Tunes projects because he was the sex pest skunk who pretty much couldn't oh, take no for an answer. That would I get because he was yeah. very... He very, yeah. very... Uh, Insensitive. He never heard of the word consent, did old Pepe Le Pew. So, (laughs) yeah, I I understand that one. But, I mean, they got rid of Elmer Fudd's guns because of all the snowflakes. So it was only a matter of time before Pepe got... Never stood a chance. No, he didn't. But I think the Lola Bunny one's a bit ridiculous. But I can understand the Pepe Le Pew one because it does... Well, not encourage sex pestery, but... Yeah, I, I don't know. You know what the generations are like these days. You can't fucking do anything without uh, offending yeah. somebody. Yes, true. It's a cartoon at the end of the day. But yeah, again, exactly. we're in that age now, unfortunately, where this is a common thing. Exactly, yeah. And the, the other little bit of Space Jam 2 stuff is uh, apparently it's not only going to be the Looney Tunes uh, turning up in this because... Uh, Obviously, it's a Warner Brothers property, but they're saying he gets sucked into a video game, and that's how he's with the Looney Tunes. So, I don't know. I think apparently Wonder Woman's been mentioned, and I think The Matrix. So, maybe they'll just flash up in cameos, but yeah, it's not just going to be Looney yeah. Tunes, apparently. So, well, that does definitely add a layer of intrigue to Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a bit, bit of a spin on, uh, on the original, Mul- anyway. Multiverse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that later, Leo. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> uh, so next up, uh, the classic merchandise spoiler has struck again, and this time it's for Godzilla versus Kong, and that's because Toy Merchandise has uh, released a Mecha God- uh, Godzilla toy for the movie. Uh, for those who don't know, oh. say again, Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, but yeah, he's a, basically a giant robot Godzilla. Uh, so there were theories that he was going to turn up. So if you believe the merchandise, he probably would. Cool. I mean, I'm just in for some big beasts beating the shit out of each other, to be honest. So if they yeah. want to throw a ro- robot in, go ahead. I'll still watch well, it. Well, technically, it's another beast. So, you know, it's. Exactly. Different and it, kind yeah, of monster, but it's. it's it, and I'm assuming chaos. that's. That's what makes uh, Godzilla and Kong have to team up, maybe, uh, to take out Mecha Godzilla. Tag um, team. Yeah. Looks like it's going to be a fun movie anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I am looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then next up, we got Elizabeth Banks has her new direct, uh, next directional project. And it sounds pretty crazy, to be honest. Uh, it's a thriller called Cocaine Bear. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's based on a true story. And the true story is, in 1985, a bear ate the contacts of a drug smuggler's duffel bag, which was dropped from a plane, which included 70 pounds of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) So in the true story, the bear actually overdosed and didn't actually hurt anyone. But I'm sure this is a thriller. So I'm sure they're going to take some artistic license, shall we say, and... uh, the bear's going to go on a coke field rampage by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Saturday night for most people. So, uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it sounds interesting. And uh, yeah, Elizabeth Banks is a pretty established uh, director these days, isn't she? So yeah, I'm intrigued. Oh I'll wait for the trailer to come out on that one, I think. 
I've got no words, to be honest. A bit wild, that one, isn't it? Uh, but that is it for the normal news. So we're going to go into the comic conspiracy corner. Avengers! Guys, you, you, do, you do not want to do this, trust me. When you cross a mentally ill loner with a society that abandons him and beats him like trash, I'll man. tell you what you get. The police. You get what you fucking deserve. And I thought my jokes were bad. The Comic Conspiracy Corner, we talk all things in the world of comic book movies, news, rumors, and theories. So news first, as always. And the first MCU X-Men movie is reportedly going into development. And it's going to be called The Mutants. So it's not X-Men. It's just going to be called The Mutants. And I like that, though. I'd rather that. It seems like they're not going to go straight into X-Men. What I'm getting from this is they're going to build some characters and then they'll do an X-Men movie later down the line. Like an Avengers team, isn't it? X-Men's a team, so they're slowly building towards it. I I like that as well. Yeah, like Leo just said, like an Avengers sort of situation where they'll build certain I, I can't wait for X-Men Civil War, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's enough of them. They, yeah, uh, it, it'll be a big big film, that. Well, yeah, that would be amazing, actually, because you've got their, mm. um, obviously, Magneto's people, uh, I can't remember what they're called now, like Magneto's followers, so it's kind of a yeah. team against team, good versus bad mm-hmm. thing going on. They're called the magnets, I believe. See, I was thinking magnets. I thought I won't, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> and then Leo did. Nice. Anyway, uh, he, yeah. here to here first. X Men Civil War. Civil War. Yeah, sweet. 2025. That soon. Oof. Or let's make it darker. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and the Civil War. That's... <laughs> is that just war? Is that yeah? Is any Civil War civil? Yeah, I mean, pretty yeah. sure it's all civil, isn't it? <laughs> nice. I look forward to seeing it. Uh, next up, HBO Max has had a bit of a hiccup this week. So with Justice League being released on the 18th of this month, the first hour was actually leaked on their own site uh, when streamers were trying to watch the Tom and Jerry movie. So apparently <laughs> they were clicking on Tom and Jerry and then they was playing um, Justice League and then after an hour, they realized what had gone on and uh, HBO Max cut the stream. So, yeah, the first hour, an hour. Their, own, their, their own fault, re- yeah, it released. But take this any way you want. Uh, but someone who managed to see the hour claims the CGI is on the level of the MCU and the first hour was the best DCEU film he's ever seen. I mean, how I'm different? I'm could in. It, like, I want to see it, but how different can it be from what we've yeah, that's, got? That's, you know? me, that's, an, that's an absurd uh, opinion. To and have. the thing is, Man of Steel, who was Zack Snyder, got a bit of flack. So did Batman v Superman. So are we all really expecting this to be like the most amazing superhero film we've ever seen? I, I am. I am a bit skeptical of this, but I mean, we've we've voiced our opinions many times over the. Did you? Did we say it? Or did you say that it's all new footage as well? No, no, there's a lot of new footage. Yeah, they they did reshoots and then there'll be the deleted stuff they never used. I think they got rid of all of the uh, Josh Whedon stuff. So in the Josh Whedon film, there was still some Zack Snyder stuff. Uh, In this one, they've got rid of all the Josh Whedon stuff and it's 
you know. Yeah, from we know, they had completely different visions for the for the film. Yeah. Hence yeah. why there's been such a, a demand for this uh, Schneider cut. And as we've heard in recent weeks, uh, Josh Whedon is a bit of a prick. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm still going to watch it. Oh, four absolutely. hours. Absolutely. Four hour movie. So, uh, yeah. I'm just. That, I'm just that sounds to me like, uh, sorry to interrupt, that sounds like an in, they've leaked that internally so someone could just get a little bit of. Uh, sort of an opinion out there. So, oh, it's really good just to get a bit of hype for it when it comes up. Yeah. Maybe the first hour is amazing, and then it goes to shit to three hours yeah. that follow. They run out of money <laughs> at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, I'm a bit reserved, but I, I, I will see it. Uh, we got a rumor now then, and it, it has come about, apparently, about the Captain Marvel 2 villain, and that's going to be Michael Korvac. Have you heard of Korvac, Lewis? Nope. No. Uh, so apparently he's a, he was a computer scientist who then gets turned into a cyborg. And then at some point he acquires the power cosmic, which gives him some high-level powers, which obviously I'm guessing you're going to need against Captain Marvel. But yeah, so yeah, he's a, he's a human. He's on Earth. And then he gets turned into a cyborg by aliens, I believe. And then, uh, yeah, this power cosmic stuff, apparently Galactus used it at some point. So it's, you know, it's a big deal, I guess. But um, yeah, you, to sort of, uh, you definitely need to build got, someone up who, who is capable yeah, of uh, giving her exactly. a rap for money. He's, he's got to be powered up. Is it? Either you power her down or you power someone up, really, isn't it? Uh, that's all you can do. If Thanos couldn't do a lot, mm. then yeah. I said they need to really establish that's, a threat. That's still one of my favourite see- little bits in um, Endgame when he's getting his ass kicked and then he just rips the power stone out of the gl- uh, gauntlet mm. and just slams her. Genius. Brilliant. Yeah. Great, great little bit of... Uh... Well, again, you know, he's probably one of the best antagonists ever in, in movie, I think. So, yeah. especially at superhero films. Yeah, 100%. Agree with that. Uh, there's no theories. So, we will go on to... The last ever WandaVision discussion. So, oh, uh, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, spoilers for WandaVision then. So, if you want to skip it, if you haven't seen it, I mean, what are you doing with your life? But, um, <laughs> yeah, just uh, check the description and uh, skip ahead. But, yeah, so it was the last episode, episode nine. Bittersweet, disappointment, maybe? No, just dis- satis- satisfied. I can't, disapp- I can't say disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Underwhelmed, uh, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I, on on reflection, I think maybe I was we get too greedy that we wanted more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can agree. Uh, with that. So we put it like we put it up there that we were expecting all this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Leo made a point in the week to our uh, WhatsApp group saying, "Is it because you watch these breakdown videos and they get get you hyped and give these things?" Oh, hundred percent is, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah. We all come up with the... you, you buy in, you buy in, hundred yeah. percent, and you just wait well, for them to happen. But before we watched it, me and Jess were talking and she was like, I feel like I'm not going to be happy with this because we know it's going to lead into other things. So they're obviously going to leave us on a bit of a cliffhanger. It wasn't a cliffhanger per se, like, oh, shit, we got to tune in next week. But it was a lot of unanswered questions um, about this. I mean, white vision go. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into just some little bits of bobs then. But again, 
I I really like Evan Peters. I think he's such a good actor. And this character he plays, the Quicksilver character, he's just great. And like in this, I really like in X-Men, he's the best thing about X-Men, his scenes. But even in this, like his little scene with Monica in his in his loft, I th- he's just great. Like he's jovial, he's playful, but yeah, th- then you move on to are you underwhelmed about who he is? Because I was, I was hoping. Yeah. I didn't think. I didn't think it was going to be a multiverse situation, but I didn't want him just to be a nobody. Yeah. I thought, yeah, it was a bit of a, a massive tease, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a, it's more, I think I think it's more of an inside yeah. Disney joke to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we got you all." Basically, well, Feige so. apparently said something like, or someone said, it was to mess with the whole the multiverse theorists. You know, what a perfect way to to screw yeah. with everyone. And then um, you've even got uh, when Evan Peters did an interview and he said he's just really happy to be involved. So it seems like he's probably not going to come back. Yeah. But I, like I said to you boys, I'd love, like, so we know the necklace gave him the powers and, like, uh, took control of him. I was just hoping that the necklace broke and maybe it only broke the uh, Agatha um, mind control. And maybe he might still have his super speed. Because, uh, yeah, I'd love to see him again. I, I thought he was a well, great Well, Wanda's guy. got the power now. She could make it all happen again. Yeah. Without a, without a But why would she, though, innit? I don't know. Maybe accidentally creating mutants? I don't know, because mm-hmm. obviously she created um, Monica's power, didn't she? Photon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so speaking of Wanda, then the end, the uh, um, mid-credit tease... Uh, so she's basically in doing the astral plane projection, projection thing whilst awake. Which, yeah. uh, it was pointed out in a in a breakdown video by Eric Voss. Uh, <laughs> I think we all watch those ones, <laughs> yeah. don't we? Uh, yeah, when everyone else has done this astral projection, they've either been like unconscious or sleeping. Or sleeping, yeah. So, so is is she taking a react from another reality? Taking a, a or is you know. Or is she just that powerful? She can do it while she's awake, you know. So she's uh, dabbling. Not, she's dabbling yeah. in unknown territory. So then the the big thing is she's basically doing a reading on the darkhold, and then you can hear her sons screaming for help as she's reading through it, and she sort of recognizes their voice. So yeah, so it seems like the boys weren't just a figment of her imagination. So we say it wasn't just her. Maybe she got them from somewhere else. You don't know. Yeah, they kind of also, they had personalities, like feelings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Maybe that still exists somewhere, somehow. Yeah, yeah. And she was shocked. And it's also an interaction. She's sort of shocked by stuff. So if she was controlling everything, you know, she, she like when Fiatro. Uh, fake Pietro come into it. She was uh, obviously didn't know what he was going to do, and it's the same with the boys. She wasn't sure what the boys were going to do either. Mm. You know, when they aged up, when they got their magic, when they did all this, that was nothing to do with Wanda. So it's like, are they something more? You know, mm. but again, yeah. But looking back, I was my initial reaction was a bit flat because I think I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, actually. I think, but yeah, like Lewis said, watch it, being a bit greedy, expecting everything to like just sort of wrap up and be like, oh, Christ. 
Yeah, you've got to do that in 40 minutes as well, haven't you? Yeah, so. yeah. But then looking back over the week now, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed the, the series. And they were never going to give yeah. a massive reveal in, a, in a, this little sort of series segue, no. shall we call it, are they? They're setting it up. And it's, <laughs> Hindsight's 20 you know? Yeah. yeah. And but it was really... Uh, the heart wants, you know? Mm. But uh, well, it's like back now, I'm happy. I'm happy with how it panned out. Oh yeah, and yeah. Who said that? Really good. Scene, I really enjoyed as well. The battle scene, yeah. And I the, the, the uh, Scarlet Witch, and it was like the sort of uh, almost like sleight of hand sort of thing, uh, if you will. Uh, with the rooms, she... is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I love that. that. I, I thought it was brilliant. The old switcheroo. <laughs> yeah, the old switcheroo. Dirtiest <laughs> trick in the book. Love yeah, it. yeah. But yeah, that yeah. was amazing. I think I think mm. I just it was the 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 post credit scenes was what I was waiting for something mm. massive. But maybe again, like the early Avengers films and Marvel films, there was nothing, was it? There were tiny little things. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, as it as the universe they were bigger and bigger. So yeah. I still oh, feel like Mephisto is going to be the big. He's yeah, still, he's, that train is definitely still on the mm. track. Like that's. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking now, maybe he's going to be the big bad of, like, you know, the running big bad. Because I, yeah. I know she's, she's fucking about with the Darkhold now. And I'm not sure if Nightmare is going to be turning up in Doctor Strange 2. Yeah. Who would come from, you know, he's a minion of Mephisto's, I think. And he's from the Darkhold as well. So I think it, we're going to see a lot of things are jumping out the Darkhold. And then Mephisto's going to be, yeah, you know, like a Thanos-level threat, as it were, maybe. I feel like we're going to see Agatha again as well, but maybe oh, yeah. on, the, on the right side. Yeah. On the right side. Well, in the comics, she does. She's like new. You know, she's, she's all about herself, but she has helped Scarlet Witch yeah. in the in the comics and stuff. But she is out for number one. But I mean, she even said, "I'll see you soon," and yeah, not if I see you first. You know that sort of yeah. thing. So I mean, nice little she was, nod. She was brilliant, and uh, oh, Catherine. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Catherine Hal. Hal. Yeah, she was great. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, what did you think of Vision v Vision? The I thought chat. it was going to be a bit longer. Yeah, the, the actual like sort mm. of fighting, but then I don't know. Uh, I I described the whole thing as nice. It just ran yeah. up nice. I, I did. It, it, like, it made I sense. What what happened? Mm. Like. But I, with the Vision v Vision, I I liked like you know the little fighting sequence we got was really cool. Like the phasing in and out, mm. and you know, uh, but then the talking is it's it's a very Vision thing to. Like uh, to end a fight, you know, it's like trying to, you know, theorizing on something. You know, I, I was happy with that. People were like, oh, they're fucking talking about boats. I was like, well, no, it's it's a very vision thing to do, you know. And yeah. I liked it. So it's like when he yeah, touched no uh, Ultron in Age of Ultron, and like you know, he in, incorporates yeah. all that. I know mm. it's like the Mind Stone colors sort of went into Ultron or whatever, but yeah. it's like that with uh, White Vision's with little uh, stone. Mm. Yeah. He sort of he gave him his memories back, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. so that's the thing. Uh, like uh, you know, you'd think, oh, is the vision going to be back now because he's got his memories? Well, the thing about the white vision, and I think it's in the comics as well. He's built without emotion, so yeah. he may have these memories, but he can't feel love or anything like that. So he's not going to have love for Wanda. He's just going to remember that this is the stuff they've been through. So it's, he's not going to be the vision yeah. of old, you know. Because at first, on, on that on that point, actually, uh, when I watched this, at first I thought, um, I, I don't know, old vision, should we say, normal vision, 
I thought he uploaded all his stuff into the White Vision, and he's the one who shot out the window and they changed colors and everything. I don't know why. I maybe just switched off for a second. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, so I thought when the um, the hex reduced, I thought he saw that alive. Uh, I get you, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, uh, yeah, I, I was like, that would be. I, I was waiting for that to happen. Then when it didn't, I was like, okay, it was the White Vision who literally just bolted. Yeah. But I said it would have made sense either way, anyway. Like you know, sort of mm. thing. Yeah. But it gives it gives uh, White Vision now, like where he was a uh, antagonist. I think he's got his own mind now, and you'll see the yeah. bigger picture. Mm. So again, that could lead to Ultron stuff. It could lead to there's loads of avenues yeah. that could go down as well. I think he's no longer a weapon now. I think he because he's got the memories back. He's he's not going to become a weapon, uh, but he's just going to be a bit of a sort of bystander doing good at the yeah. moment. I think until I think what will happen in the multiverse, something will meld and we'll get we're going to get the old vision back. I think you know that's what I reckon, or some version of that. You know, it won't just be a white vision. I don't think you look freaky, uh, mind like in a, a cool <clears throat> way. You know, yeah. So that yeah, that was the big reveal. Was the vision yeah. versus uh, Paul Bettany's tease for uh, <laughs> yeah. the person he wants to uh, act with and all that is himself. So yeah, <laughs> I well, thought we'd see uh, a bit more of uh, Darcy and Jimmy Chu as well in the in the last episode. Woo, Jimmy and Darcy. Jimmy Chu. I know. Yeah. I know she. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I know. Uh, Darcy yeah. just crashed into the mm-hmm. Haywood. Yeah, but that's about it. Isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, well, they are going to return. Uh, obviously, Lewis, you found that thing, and uh, she'll be in Thor. Um, yes. Ant Man, uh, Jimmy Woo is going to turn up in Ant Man as well, then, isn't he? Hopefully, mm. anyway. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. Rambo will be in Captain Marvel, Captain too. Marvel too. Yeah, uh, and she's off to uh, to space with uh, to meet yeah. Nick Fury. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's it for one division now. But we got to wait only two weeks. So don't know what I'm going to do with myself this Friday. But I think next Friday is Falcon Winter Soldier. Or is it the Friday after? It might be a two week break, and then yeah, we're back. So this will become the Falcon versus the Winter. So- oh no, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier segment. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't watched One Division and you've decided to listen to all of our spoiler talk definitely go back and watch it and because you can binge it now you can get yeah. past those first two rocky episodes because the first one is very rocky lewis says he likes it i still don't believe him um, I, say I, like it. <laughs> I said they, they, were, they were decent like you know yeah <laughs> but it does every episode gets better and better and better so yeah. it's definitely worth checking out that's and probably I, and I, and why I'll the engine it. was a bit like you know mixed yeah. emotions because they said they built it up so well that you know it was at a fever pitch where you're like, right, yeah. what the hell's going to happen? Uh, so yeah. I said, fair play to the they they, they nailed that completely. So mm. they got you exactly where they wanted you, and it's like, oh, yeah. And I, I, yeah, yeah, are we going to watch? Of course we are. Like you know, whatever mm. comes next. So I see, I will rewatch it, and I'll probably do that before Doctor Strange comes out. I'll probably run yeah. through this series again, and then uh, go into Doctor Strange very fresh and ready to go. So, yeah, that is it then. And we'll move on to the Was It That Bad review. And this week we took a look at Capone. So, Leo, do you want to do the plot? Yes. So it's basically uh, looking at the final sort of year of the notorious gangster Al Capone as he succumbs to illness, dementia, 
and starts to relive his past through his tormenting memories and mm-hmm. dreams, etc. Yeah. Uh, we'll stay with you then. What do you think? Um, oh, I, I don't know. I, mm. It's... I, th- I, oh, I don't know. It's hard to... Well, I, I feel like I can see what they were trying to do. Yeah. It, it's a full-on character piece. And, you know, like the whole, it's a, an aging gangster with dementia dealing with violent memories. He, like, he starts to forget his memories. Like, that sounds really good. Yeah. But then I think this was handled pretty poorly. I, like, there's certain bits were great, but then it went, like, it was a lot of, like, dream stuff, which I didn't think you needed. If it kept, like, flashing back to the fucked up shit he'd done. Yeah. And it's him dealing with that whilst he has no idea that it's like him doing it. Yeah. You know, like that one scene where he went into uh, like the back room and they had a guy tied up and then his henchman killed the guy. That yeah. was a great scene because he was like, he didn't want to be there. He had no fucking clue what was going on and it really fucked him up. But he would have done that. But because yeah. he can't remember he did it, it really fucked with him. I thought that was a great angle. I thought that was a really good idea, but they just didn't do that, you know? That was the only time they did it, really. All the yeah. other time was really strange dream stuff where, like, he's in the club and they're all celebrating, you know, they're singing to him. Uh, then there was one where, like, he sees him as a little boy and it was just, it was just, yeah, it was strange. It messy, was a hat- yeah. yeah, messy. There we go. That's a nice way to put it. But yeah, I think if you're coming into this thinking it's going to be like a classic sort of yeah. gangster <clears throat> Tommy Gunn shooter, yeah. Yeah. Then, no, and you've got to know who Al Capone was, I guess. Yeah, if you don't know yeah. who he is. You go watch, just go and what what the hell's going on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think everyone knows who Al Capone is. Yeah, you should, you I like should to do, think. You, really. <laughs> well, maybe the younger younger lot. Yeah. We're in our thirties now, so <laughs> yeah. So uh, you've got to understand what it, the plot affairs, mm-hmm. I guess. So maybe watch the trailer or read up on it. Yeah. <laughs> And again, like you know, I don't mind a character piece. You yeah. know, I, I like that, but uh, I think it was just handled. There, there was mo- glimmers of good in this, but a lot of it was just handled poorly. I thought. But um, I, fe- I went on the journey with him. I felt like the deterioration, hmm. like throughout. I felt yeah. for like you, you get warm to like the wife a bit because you can feel the her struggling through, struggling it, the sure. frustration yeah. of it all. I know, yeah. you know. Dementia is a horrible disease, yeah. as uh, as we know. Oh, so it's and, just like, mm. and obviously there, there was another plot line in it where like the police or everyone's trying to find out where he's buried this money, but he's because he's got dementia, he's sort of losing his memory on where or things are. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it, it it had potential, and I think it fell flat on that on that potential. Uh, Lou, what did you think? Uh, well, pretty much uh, your guys' thoughts have mirrored mine pretty much. I think, well, Mikey, what you said there about uh, the flashbacks, if if anything, I would love to have seen a few more flashbacks to some of these truly mm. sort of traumatic events. Well, mm. maybe not to him, but to uh, the viewer, they'd be like, Jesus Christ, that is heavy. Uh, and on the, on that pack was our like, you know, like you said, for the people who don't really know, like I know who Al Capone is, but I wouldn't know what he's done and this and that. So it, it, even at the start, they could have done just a small little – like bio, just like you know, this is what yeah. he is. What is what he's done? Mm. Um, but I, I, think, but again, I think, like, like you said, like he's, he's touching on that. 
if they had carried on with that whole flashback theme, you could have yeah. really shocked the audience with the stuff he'd done. Yeah. And then they could have played it on. He's shocked at himself at what he's remembering. Because that's what happened in the film. And he was like disgusted by it all. And he was the fucker who'd done it. But because he was losing his, you know, he's got yeah. dementia, it was really unsettling for him. So, yeah, like at the like time, say, he was probably justified. Well, in his head, he was justified in what he was yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. But obviously, now he's completely lost it. He doesn't know what's, well, exactly. left from right effectively, does he? Yeah. But exactly. uh, again, I, I feel like I fell in the trap of this as well. Like, this wasn't what I was expecting at all. Uh, and yeah. again, you think, Al Capone, legendary or infamous character mm. in in uh, mobsters, and then you got Tom Hardy. He's proven he yeah. can play uh, these characters very, very well in the past. So mm. I maybe I put this up there, thinking there's no way this can disappoint. Mm. Yeah. So obviously, when I watched it, I was like, I wanted to like it really, really badly. I did, uh, mm. and it's not for lack of you know Tom Hardy's a great actor, so the effort was there. But I think, like you said, the script, the whole picture wasn't quite there. I feel I don't think Tom Hardy was that great in this though either. I don't know if that was just me. I felt I don't know. It seemed like it was you know he was doing another s- silly voice. Yeah, and he, I felt it was like as if that. he was like overacting a lot. This whole you know some of the time I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying, and, and you know he's he's become a bit of a meme for doing roles which he puts on voices for, and it was just seemed like it was just another cliche, not cliche, but another fucking. Internet worthy uh, joke. You know, know? I agree with that. This one, mm. I agree with that because he does it in like Peaky Blinders, really good. But mm. the, the Cockney accent and this, like, he's he got the American accent there, but I think it gets lost as well. Yeah, yeah. Because the crowd overacting was a good word. Like, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and I don't it, it get. I uh, some scenes <laughs> got to the point where it looked like he was taking the piss. Kind of, I felt yeah. like, yeah, yeah. He was definitely you know, telling that line. Yeah, like not that, taking the piss, but like you couldn't take it seriously if you can. Yeah, because yeah. I because I, I do think it was a brave idea, yeah. a brave, brave way to go about it. Was this whole the gangster isn't the gangster you know anymore? He is a crippled old man, and I think that's a you know a, a good thing to look at. But I just, again, it's just not. It wasn't done well. Yeah. Oh, I liked it as well. Just looking at his like his last few years in jail, as he generally slowly loses it as well. So when he's there, yeah. he saw this badass mobster who just doesn't give a shit about anything, and you can yeah. see him slowly losing it. Yeah, you know, I think that would have been a better Cause, cause I Because th- I think it, what another way would have yeah. So you could start from there, like you just said, Lou, but then see show his own frustration of he's not this reputation anymore. Because like in this, he, like he he shit the bed, but then it wasn't anything where he's like embarrassed or anything like that. It was just like. Oh, he's done it. He's old, and that's yeah. it. And there was nothing from Capone being like absolutely devastated that he's just you see more vulnerability, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it would have been much better if he realized this deterioration and he's trying to fucking keep it together, sort of thing. But it was none of that. It was just you could have a little angle off the FBI side. Who still think he's got some kind of a threat? I suppose. I know it's mm. they don't see him as a threat. That's why he's been released from prison. To basically yeah. die at home, isn't it? That's yeah, the reason. Yeah. Mm. But they're still monitoring and the surveillance and him. So yeah. you could have you could have played on the money thing as well. Like you know, was that actually there or was that just a red yeah. herring? You know, because they never found it, have they? That was they said that at the end. Mm. It's never been yeah. known. 
So again, it's just another angle they could have easily teased and built a mystery around it. And I and I thought as well, I liked the bit where this he's trying to draw the pictures and his son comes in and his son's like, Okay, Dad, it's just me and you, you can drop the act. And and at first I was like, Oh, could he be playing on this a bit as well? Because he knows that people are after his money, but then it wasn't. It was it was. He was just in a bad way. So there was ideas there that just never you know filled out. So, so but I like that are. idea of yours, Lou. If you had gone from his deterioration in prison trying to keep it together and then on to this old man last year of his life. I think that could have made a really good view. Yeah, he's in a turmoil there. It's like he's mm. lost himself. He doesn't he's know who he is anymore. He's trying to you know, as Al Capone, but he just can't do it anymore. And he, he's, well, again, you've just hit on those end. Like they said, they were trying to refer to him as Fonz all the time as well. And that could further oh, yeah. confuse him when he comes out as well, that he's just yeah. completely lost, like, you know. Yeah, he's not this guy anymore. Yeah. You know. Uh, potential yeah. unfulfilled i suppose is uh... mm. i mean the idea was great i thought yeah but it just yeah it just wasn't done well unfortunately um the stats were imdb 4.7 rotten tomatoes 39 metacritics 46 google users 59 um yeah google is very low i i mean it's hard because yeah, I mean, we. Yeah, I, I could probably say yeah because we are bagging on it quite a bit. I was going to say we've broken it down quite well, so yeah, it must have done something. Mm, exactly. So I think because we can make it so much better in our own heads, I think yeah. that's it deserves the lower rating, maybe. Yeah, and we love Tom it, Hardy. It had, the, yeah. it had the skeleton, yeah. didn't it? But it didn't have any yeah. of the the flesh of muscles on it to yeah. really make it a, a box off, box office hit. Exactly, yeah. Uh, and the be- budget was twenty million, and I mean, it was released during the pandemic or whatever, so it was less than a million. But I'm not sure if it was straight to streaming as well, um, which obviously don't get any money from that, do you? So <clears throat> next week, then, boys, uh, thought we'd go for a new release because this coming Friday, Tom Holland's and the Russo brothers, Cherry is dropping on HBO Max. No, not HBO Max, sorry, Apple Plus. So, um, yeah, I thought we'd take a look at that and we'll do a spoiler-free and a spoiler review for that next week. Excellent. Uh, so I think we were all up for this and uh, when we seen the trailer, weren't we? So, yeah, we'll do uh, Cherry next week. Uh, so we'll go on Fantastic. to our new segment. There's no more throwback. There's no more quiz. So what we're doing is, was it that good? And this is where we're going to take a look at critically acclaimed films, which, you know, we're going to check it out and see, was it as good as the critics go on about? Because we know the critics love to be pretentious and rate things crazy good when actually it's a bag of shit. So <laughs> I thought we'd take a look at that. And it's, uh, we'll take turns picking. And this week was my pick. So I went for Cargo. And it stars Martin Freeman as a father during a, well, I'm, I, they say a pandemic, but it's a zombie outbreak. Uh, and he gets bitten and it's him trying to get his baby girl uh, to safety before he turns, basically. Uh, as I picked it, I'll start then. I I really enjoyed this. Um I do like a zombie film anyway, but 
I really like that this was like less about the zombies and it's more like the emotional choices of of like someone trying to survive and then uh, like obviously you've got then the the flip side of it of people being opportunists in a, an outbreak um and I thought it played really well to be honest uh I thought Martin Freeman was brilliant uh like him his despair of what's happening to him like first his wife gets bit um then it's him trying to save her and his despair for you know I mean, he should have let her stay on the side of the road, in my opinion, but <laughs> he didn't. And that choice got him in trouble. And then it's like him coming to terms with what he's got to do and the choices he has to make then. Uh, and I really liked it. I thought it was a, a really good film. Uh, we'll go to you, Lou. Uh, yeah, same same sentiment. Uh, it was. Uh, I watched the trailer yesterday and it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be, just from the trailer. Okay, yeah. Um, obviously, at the start, um, you know his his wife's there. You know what's coming because obviously, yeah, the plot's been out there for ages, so you know exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you made an interesting point there about like she left her at the side of the road. I said, yeah. me and my girlfriend had a funny chat about it because obviously he went to the boat to need to get the supplies and came out yeah, and yeah. said it was fine. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, and then yeah. she went and then she got bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, we've had a little discussion like whose whose fault's that then? You know. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, she, my girlfriend, she was like, "No, it's her fault." She she went and did it on her own back. Yeah. But I was like, "But he told her it was safe." So yeah, well, she's got I don't know. Well, he said it's irrelevant, really. But it's uh, yeah. Well, uh, well, I was reading stuff. They said there was two stupid decisions in this film, and if you can look past those stupid decisions, it's, it's a great film. And the one decision was the wife going into the boat to get a you know a present for her husband which again like you say i mean he didn't say it was safe he was like oh it was an in and out job it was quick it was fine yeah and then she went in and obviously she got bit but then the second one was him not leaving her on the side of the road which yeah. i mean you can forgive him for that because you you're fucking, point. absolutely yeah it's his wife you know he loves her you got a baby you want to try and save her so you've got no one else it, in the world there's no one else yeah. like it's just you three uh I, you know if anyone says, oh, I would do that, I was like, if you're not in that position, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you know you're going to make that decision? Yeah. So it's just is, one of the things. He was probably thinking, right, we know that when we get down to these hours, I'm probably going to have to leave her. He wasn't expecting to crash the fucking car and be knocked out. And then when he wakes up, she's turned, you really? know. So it's not his fault, <laughs> really. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll go to you, Leo, before we get into it a bit more. I thought it was uh, better than the original. Yeah, I haven't seen the original. Uh, there isn't one. I was. It's called Baby's Day Out, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is actually uh, it, the original is a short. Uh, okay. uh, Damn it! Jim apparently, it's very good. But uh, that's what made Martin Freeman want to do it because he doesn't like zombie stuff. But he read the script and watched the short, and he was like, "Oh, this is this is a great film," you know. Oh, uh, but yeah. Are. But go on, um, anyway. No, I enjoyed it. I, at one point, when we and Sarah watched it today, actually, and I was like, "Oh." I think my word to us, another zombie film. Mm. But like you said, it, it what it didn't pan out like your typical generic sort of zombie flick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, very invested in the character Freeman. Yeah, it, it actually got me worried, just in case this happens to me now, with a little zombie <laughs> apocalypse with my new yeah. child on the way. Yeah. yeah. What do you do? 
Would you leave Sarah on the side of the road? Uh, I don't know. See, I don't <laughs> think I would. There you go. Around that, there, there lies the point, isn't it? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's the argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. God! Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Go on. Go on. Oh yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was uh, I, like something. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's like something I haven't seen before. It's definitely mm. different. So, and that yeah, it was good. That that's what I liked about it was the choices and like because mm. because we also saw that other family, the dad who got bit, and his mm. choice was. He want he was saving his kids from having to live, like see this world, and he he killed his family. Uh, whereas then Martin Freeman's choice was, I need to get someone to be able to raise my kid. Yeah, and he had a few options, and then he he was like, no, these aren't the right options, you know. So the, it's like that whole sort of what type yeah. of person are you scenario, isn't it? I think you could have argued that one with him a little bit and said, right, I'll look after, or I'll you know. Slide to him and say, right, I'll look after your wife and kids. Get him away from him. Yeah. He said safety well, no. numbers and all that, I suppose. But but he knew he was bit. He knew yeah. what he was doing. So that's the whole thing. Would you let your family go with a person who's bit anyway, or would you save them oh, from? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's a it's one of them. That's because yeah. he said to him, he was like, he was like, I'll have two bullets left for you. Use it on both of you, not just you know. He wasn't implying use it on yourself when the time comes. He was like, kill your daughter as well to save her. So it, it is that, you know, in, in those circumstances, what do you do when your despair yeah. is at an all-time high? You know, it's uh, it's one of them. But like, yeah. you've nailed it again with um, like the again, like Leo said it as well about it not being a, a familiar zombie film that we've seen in more recent years. Yeah. Like I like the fact there wasn't hordes of zombies or a massive army of zombies running over the you know the. Yeah. Over the mountain or whatever, like it was just you know they were there, very much yeah, there, and a threat. Them, mm. But at the same time, you like you knew that, yeah. like how you know Fred the Freeman, how they were acting and trying to keep mm. quiet. I I did really like the um, the zombie turning effect. It was fucking gross, but mm. I liked how they made it like it was an illness. Like you know, in other zombie films, you get bit, then you're like, oh, you start doing all the shit. In this, it was. Like you would have the seizures, then it was like you like the wound Sweats. would become very yeah. pussy, and obviously the then the pussy eyes and all that was fucking horrible. But it made it like a full on virus, you know, a bacterial virus. And, it, and it which got I got forty eight hours before yeah. it takes over you. Like I really like it was that. about it was about that journey, that forty eight hour journey. Which uh, yeah. again, you know, it's like and ultimately he was doing what was right for his. His daughter at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. it, it, there's, there's he's only, easily taken away out and shot himself, couldn't he? Easily could have done yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And he could have left her with anyone, which I liked that as well. Like, he didn't leave her with the teacher because she was dying. She had cancer. So he was like, I can't leave my daughter here because she's not yeah. going to be there around. And then he, he could have left him with that bloke, even though he was an absolute, you know, he was a racist, power-hungry, like, looking for when the world goes back to normal, he would be to on profit top. Profit from it, yeah. 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 Uh, he could have left it with him and, well, the woman was there as I didn't want to be there, but he decided, you know, he wasn't, well, actually, he did almost kill himself. I didn't actually, I take that back. <laughs> I forgot about that bit. I just thought of it there. He did try to kill himself, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, but she stopped him, didn't she? To be fair, yeah. I, you're, you're rooting for her as well. You're like, right, I get him away. And yeah. I thought that's where it was going. So that was a nice, I say a nice little shock. It was a horrible shock. Yeah. Yeah. When she took the bullet, like, you know, so it was just like, oh, shit. Mm. 
yeah, but the two things I was a bit like, oh, about was the whole zombie, like burying their heads thing. I was like, oh, do you need to add this element? I mean, I guess it was fine, but it was this whole, they, they like the dark and, and whatnot or something like that. I thought it was a bit, you didn't have to give the zombies a, a trait, you know? Yeah. I didn't think you need that. And then the last bit, which took me out with it a bit, was when it was the whole piggyback ride with the... Oh, mate, yeah, that was it. It was just uh, that. Uh, from, from, we, we, I watched it today as well with my girlfriend, and she was just like, yeah, I didn't like that bit. Yeah. Uh, was if he like, was le- leading him in like he did with his dad at the start of the you know, film... That wouldn't have been so bad. Like the baby could have still been on his back and the boys just leading him in, you know, that would have been yeah. fine. But the fact that they were, you know, the old fishing rod over the fucking yeah, head yeah. with a do- donut on the end or whatever. On a, but was know, that the tease as well? Because <laughs> he looked like he was going to bury his head in the in the floor, wouldn't it? Like yeah, they all yeah. do. Mm. Was that all established? Just set that one thing up at the end? Oh, so he could get the thing on maybe? I don't know. Just the shock factor. So it looked like he was going to bury his head and then yeah. they walk through then, don't they? So they see them. So I was like, that's a really stupid thing if that's what they do. And they yeah. plan to see the whole yeah. film just for it to be for that, to make that more yeah. emphatic. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. I, I did like the bit where he's like literally about to turn and he was like, now do it now. And he put the baby on him. You could, they could have left it there and been fine. You just didn't need him. Yeah. You know, doing what he did, I guess. Um, But the stats were, I was a bit shocked actually. So Rotten Tomatoes was 88, which is, you know, high. Uh, but IMDb was 6.3, Metacritic was 65, uh, Google uses 84, so obviously audiences like this. But yeah, I was a bit shocked seeing those Metacritic scores. Uh, I couldn't find the budget. I think it was a Netflix film, so there's no box office either. Uh, but yeah, it's far better than a Metacritic score, 100%. Oh, absolutely. I think people like are accustomed now to these, I'll call them traditional zombie films, funny years, with like just absolute chaos survival yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. this was more about uh, this dead yeah this yeah. is more a character who's developing like martin freeman the, yeah. what, what a, a dad would do to save his daughter yeah and it was very driven behind that which made yeah. it so much better yeah and you never see the the uh, protagonist like bit and dealing with the race against time to to do it no. you know to get it and i i did like that there wasn't like a, he didn't get to a hospital and they've worked out a cure or something like that. I liked that he was turned and then they had to kill him at the end. I thought that was a good, you yeah. know, bit of a bit of a you know a gloom ending, but also a a light ending because he made he completed his mission as well, you know. Yeah. And so, it's like the sacrifice you got to make to exactly, yeah, 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 your kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, it's like if someone gets bitten in any other whatever it be a TV show film. You know, normally they get killed within the next scene or within the next episode because yeah. they're going to yeah, turn. Yeah. So it's about mm. making that decision. And the fact that we had this spread out over a long period, you know, yeah. it was definitely way more interesting take on it. And it's yeah. something which for me, like, I'm, I'm not a big zombie fan ever, but I love what they did with this. And I think it was definitely more engaging for me. Yeah, 100%. Agree with you there. Uh, well, next week then is going to be Leo's pick. So uh, what have you got for us? So I've gone from a film from 2016. We wanted to see this for, well, since then, I guess. <laughs> uh, featuring a fan favourite of ours, uh, Viggo Mortensen. Okay. And the film is, I don't know if you boys have seen it, uh, Captain Fantastic. No. No? 
So I'll give you a yeah. little bit of a plot breakdown. Yeah. It basically, um, him, his wife, and his six kids live deep in the wilderness in like America. Right. And they sort of, they're isolated from society, live off the land, and they like raise their kids, train their kids, and educate them on like being outside of the, in the outside world, basically. Yeah. And then I believe something happens where they're forced to go into like the city. Right. I think that, but it's, uh, it's 82% Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. 7.9 on IBM, IMDB, 93% Google users. And I do believe it's on Netflix. So uh, I'm looking forward awesome. to watching it. So Captain Fantastic. Captain nice. Fantastic. I thought you were going to say um, The Road. Have you seen that one? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, no, I just looked it up. It's 74%, so it doesn't fall into the old, uh, was it that good cri- criteria? I thought you said um, the Green Book, but we've already, well, I've seen that, and it is outstanding. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen that either. But uh, wow. So Captain Fantastic then yeah. for next week. Awesome. Yeah. I got oh, my gone lined to- up ready as well for next week. Boy, just need to know. Boy. <laughs> there we go. We'll go on to our last segment then, which is what, uh, what we have watched. Uh, so Leo will kick things off with you. Uh, I literally haven't watched anything, I'm afraid, so uh, I'd have yeah. to move on. <laughs> right. As always, if you uh, think of anything, chime in. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, two things, really, for me. Uh, well, I've done two seasons of The Challenge. I uh, don't know if you've seen it. I think it's on Netflix and it's on Now TV, I think. And it's a reality TV show, but it's it's like... it's Well, it's good for a start. I got hooked. Jess started it and I got hooked. But it's, so it's like... They got like athletes and stuff in there, and then they got a few reality TV guys that go in there, and it's basically they got to do all these challenges, and like the person who fails the challenge has to then fight against one of the other contestants to survive, and the loser goes out that week, and the survivor stays. Then they do another challenge, and it's all to like win a million dollars or roundabouts there. Uh, but then it's basically like so. It's, it reminds me of Fear Factor for the challenges but then they all live in a house so then it's like the the classic reality tv shit where they all either hook up or they all start fighting and all their shit goes on and then you got the fear factor challenges so i liked it i I was into it and uh, yeah it's it's really good there's two only two seasons i mean it's 30 odd seasons long but there's only the two that are on available for the uk so uh yeah i've watched it and it's good it's definitely one you'll get into uh, and then the other one I watched was Raya and the Last Dragon, oh, that new yeah, Disney one. Nice. Took the plunge, went on Disney Plus, watched it. I quite enjoyed it. There are some flaws in it, but uh, I mean, it is a kids' film. But the action side of it was very good, like the sword fights and all that stuff, which we thought that from the trailer, didn't we? Uh, they were great, really done really, really well. But I think that what held it back was I like I didn't warm to the characters or anything. I like with most Disney's, you got the endearing characters and stuff like that. I didn't feel any of that. So it's good for like just the straight up fights and whatnot. But Moana's better, in my opinion. And you know, I know they sing songs in Moana and stuff, but it's a good film. I'll say it. (laughs) So yeah, this isn't terrible, but. Yeah, Moana's probably better. Uh, yeah, so all I can say on that, really, and that's it for me. So on to you. It's on my Lewis. list for this uh, for this weekend, I think. 
Well, it's 20 quid. Oh, no, it's just streaming out, isn't it? Oh, well, it's when, oh, maybe it's made available this weekend, but yeah, I had to pay 20 quid to watch it. Not worth that. Not worth that. Oh, that's the case, then. I'll wait. I'll stay. Yeah, it was that, it was that like a preview viewing or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, actually. It said preview viewing on it, so that would make sense. Anywho, uh, I've got to mention one from last week, which was Galaxy Quest. Ah, so I, I love day. this film. Yeah, I love it. I've never seen it before, uh, and it yeah. was good, so I really enjoyed it. Leo would hate good. it. Uh, <laughs> never, yeah. never a true thing said. Yeah. Is it, uh, Harris, no, no, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen. Yeah. yeah, Snape, Severus Snape, Severus Snape, Alan Rickman, yeah, Alan Rickman. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just good, good fun film. Well, t- really good. well for Leo, critics, if you know what it is. as well. The critics, yeah, really, really highly. So what it is, Leo, is it is uh, so it's a TV show like Star Trek, basically called Galaxy Quest, and they're all actors. But then aliens come down to get help from the Galaxy Quest because they've picked up the broadcast and think it's real, but they're all actors, and it's like they're, <laughs> they're like <laughs> trying to help, like, them help them fight a, a bigger bad, yeah. effectively. <laughs> and it's brilliant. It's so it good. Really really funny. Sounds like a funny plot, to be fair. Yeah. You got like um, there's a few of the Scrubs, like Ted from Scrubs is in it and stuff like that. Like his little mm. side character. There's loads yeah. of familiar faces, uh, like Justin Long's in it as well. Uh, very small role, uh, but yeah, just definitely worth a watch. Uh, it was yeah. really like quite quite a bit of fun, like you know, and it's yeah. just a good film. Yeah. yeah I uh, on the back of that, then I watched uh, Tom Hanks' film on Netflix, News of the World. Okay, how is that? Yeah, good. Uh, good film. Yeah. Uh, so it just follows Tom Hanks as he basically goes from town to town and he goes into a, a saloon or whatever and just reads the news <laughs> out because uh, people haven't got time for it. And they just give him a couple of pennies or whatever. But then he comes, stumbles across this uh, young girl at like a crash site uh, who's like, it seems a, like native Indian, like she's been taken in by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's basically trying to get her home and he's got a, like a, there's a note with her saying she's being transported to this place. So he just makes it his mission to get her to where she's meant to go. But obviously right. don't speak the same language. It's just, you know, so it's like a bud in, like it just shows them building a relationship through the film. You know, it's just, you know, Tom Hanks, great actor. Yeah, it's got it good is. critical reviews as well. Yeah. That's not what I thought yeah. it was going to be, but like, I've heard the film. I don't really know much about it, but it's definitely not what I thought. Uh, well, for me, uh, I thought it, like I thought, it's better, it's better than Cargo. I would say that much. Only because yeah. I can compare them because I watched them yesterday and today. Yeah. Uh, so I guess again, uh, Tom Hanks, you know, kind of a Wild West, Southern America type style, just after mm. the Civil War. Uh, okay. uh, it's, it's definitely worth a watch. It's just a good, good film. Mm. Get you in the feels a bit as well. Uh, yeah. But other than that, okay. it's been TV shows. So I did the. Behind Her Eyes, is it? Oh, uh, yeah, Jess watched that. Speaking of, was it astral projections and stuff like that? Yeah, There's a bit of that yeah. in that. Yeah, she, um, like, she, she, I think, yeah, she enjoyed it, and, but she, like, she worked out the end before, like, with four episodes ago or something, or three episodes ago. She was like, oh, this is what's going to happen. And then because it happened, she was a bit like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. I was like, fair play. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I watched that again. It was it was okay. Like I said, I wouldn't say go out of your way to watch it or anything like that. Mm. But it, it wasn't bad. Um, yeah. I think it's only like six episodes as well, which does help yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And the other two then were just sort of uh, true true crime docu-series. So yeah. the first one was uh, both on Sky, I believe, Outcry. No, nope, didn't know that one. Uh, so uh, but in high school athlete uh, mm. gets accused of sexual molestation of a minor right. uh, and gets sentenced to 25 years without parole. Oh, shit. So it's in Texas, so that's how strict it is. Mm. Um, obviously, claims his innocence the whole the whole time. He's like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Uh, and same like you said about your Jess, who uh, called that. I called this the first episode because yeah. like, I'm not going to go into it in case you want to watch it, but it just follows the court case. So he gets found guilty. Uh, even though there's literally no evidence at all. Yeah. Uh, but obviously it loops around them, so they, they launch a probe into the investigation, and the, like the sheer little amount of detective work that has been done, people who should have been suspects weren't even questioned, uh, and it's just an absolute hot mess of a situation. And yeah. this kid, you know, he was 18 or 17 years old when he went in, uh, again, except this year, he speaks to all his high school football coaches and stuff. He, he'd already got a scholarship to university. Uh, you know, he's a Division One athlete of football. He was, you know, it, it'd be safe to say that he was going to make the NFL, basically. Yeah. And then this whole process took four or five years. So he fucked it. Fucked it so, yeah, so absolutely fucked. Like, you know, so obviously he, he does get out eventually because obviously they find out that there's not enough evidence there and the investigation was really poor. But obviously, it goes through the process of him waiting to be, well, he hopes to be exonerated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, even that just takes ages and ages and ages because uh, yeah. the state court of appeals and whatnot as well. But yeah, well, well worth a watch. It's um, it makes your blood boil because mm. uh, it's just it's just one of those things in it, and especially when like you realise it's like, oh, sec, there's other people in around this area at the time. Who have got? Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's it's terrifying, really. And then on the back of that, it was the Jinx, which is follows Robert Durst. His family owned a lot of skyscrapers in Manhattan, so multi-millionaire. Right. Yeah. Uh, and basically, his wife disappears like twenty years ago, thirty years ago, uh, and he was always linked to it, but uh, he's never like they never got found. There's no evidence or anything like that. And he's and obviously it sits down with him as well, talking to him about all this, like now. Yeah. Uh, and then he had a close friend who was assassinated. Uh, and then eventually his neighbor got murdered. Fucking hell. And they say, like, is he, you know, that's the thing, he's, is he jinxing all these people uh, yeah, being around uh, them? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Robert Durst, but he's a, he's a peculiar man anyway. Mm. Uh, I said, this, this is not as good. If you're going to watch one, watch Outcry, definitely. It's a far, far better documentary. But this one as well, you just got a feeling that this guy's a bad egg the whole way through. Mm. Um, and like I said, little things like the neighbour, he, he did admit, eventually admit to killing him in self-defence. Yeah. Uh, but he dismembered him afterwards. Fucking hell, yeah. Uh, so with that, then, this is the bit, because he goes to court <clears throat> and he gets found not guilty. So he walks free, even though he dismembered a body after he, he killed it. So it's just like, 
just absolutely scratching your head. Yeah. But obviously, um, in these interviews and stuff, you notice he's a bit off because when the interviews are off camera, he doesn't realise his mic's still live. So it shows him like talking yeah. to himself and stuff. And right at the end, there's a bit of a humdinger that he's uh, it's still on. He's gone to the toilet and he's he's dropped a massive clanger and you can see him talking to himself, like saying really stupid stuff. So now yeah, yeah. he got arrested again since the show got recorded. It, the case got adjourned because of COVID, but it's due to start again next month so oh, really? it's very much a live yeah. live case at the moment mm. but he's, he's been linked to all three but obviously nothing's ever been proven yeah yeah but obviously now he's slipped up a few times with stuff he said that's mad it's just yeah. uh yeah he's basically put the, the magnifying glass right on himself i was gonna say it's strange that they're allowed to release documentaries before but there's been a few actually yeah. where the cases are ongoing and stuff like that i suppose isn't it they release documentaries so yeah, but yeah, uh, well, I, don't say much, I didn't give too much away about the outcry one, but that's the one to watch because that all the way through is just it's one of those ones which just makes you mm. boils your piss like it's just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, I just uh, I just remembered something we started watching on ITV um, series four. We've seen the first three series of Unforgotten. I don't know if you've seen any. Of it. No, it's really good. It's about um, cold cases, so they mm. pick up. Not just cold, like cases from like, like thirty odd years ago, right? And the body gets recovered, and then they have to find out, go back, like way, way back. So this one's it's the third episode out of six, and they basically there's they found a body in a scrapyard that had been perfectly preserved for thirty years in a freeze like. Yeah. So now they got to try and retrack the footsteps and mm. try and I and. It's really good. It's only short, six episodes, but they get to the bottom of it by the end of the series. Mm. And for an ITV drama, it's really good. Like, I love so it. Season, nice. Series four. It's just started. I think the first yeah, two series are on net, Netflix. If they freezer, does that mean they obviously wanted this to be find, found? A lot of serial killers get off that sort of stuff, don't they? It's like bit, a, a risk of getting caught. Well, 30 years later, 30 years. But he, yeah, he's been waiting there like, fucking hell, when are they going to find this body? Yeah. Like? No, so I... <laughs> So He's right freezers now. <laughs> yeah. A lot's happened over 30 years. Mm. If you watch it, you'll find out how the freezer gets sort of dumped. Right. So, um, I honestly, if you want something just to watch, like, I know it's ITV, but it's really good. Like, oh, they did some good stuff for the last few years, definitely. Unforgotten. 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 Sorry. Unforgotten. Nice. Have to check that out. Yeah, and all four series are all about cold cases from way back when. And uh, they just go looking for all the evidence, and they find it, and it's just, and it's twisty, and it's, and there's oh, it, you get like the suspects from episode one, and there's yeah. only like four or five or six, and, and then you delve deeper bad, into yeah. each, each of them, and then it, it comes together, and it's it's really good at doing, like really apart good. from the adverts on ITV. Mm, yeah, true. Even on ITV Player, there's adverts as well, aren't there? Yeah, get the money, have they? See, yeah, there you are. That's it. Nice. Well, there we go, guys. That is it for this week's episode. Uh, really hope you enjoyed. Uh, give us a like, a share, subscribe, all that. Let your mates know about us. If you do want to contact us, give us any uh, was it that good recommendations for films we should check out. Uh, we got the was it that bad movie podcast page on Facebook. So yeah, just drop us a little message on there, and we will catch you next week for Cherry and uh, what did you say, Leo? Uh, Captain Fantastic. 
Captain Fantastic. See you then. Later. This party's over.